WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Always live on the free Odyssey app. From the Sherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Live and local from Philadelphia. Free speech lives here. Here. It's Kale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. And away we go live on this Monday, December 18th. It is indeed Kale and Company right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We are always live on the free Odyssey app. And, of course, streaming live for your video viewing pleasure on YouTube as we head until 10 o'clock this morning. 855-839-1210, the phone number, Twitter and Instagram. The radio station at 1210 WPHT. I am at Nick Kale, K-A-Y-A-L. Don Stenzlin with the news. Greg Stocker, the chairman of the board. Phil Omquist, Anthony Dorenzo, our associate producers. Final week before Christmas. I don't believe any of us doing the full week. We're all ready to mail it in as soon as that day comes. Dawn, good morning. How are you? Good morning on this monsoon of a Monday morning. (laughs) Do you uh, paddle or take the canoe to work today? Exactly. Good God. Gregory. It took me 45 minutes to get in this morning. Oh, boy. It's horrendous. And then we get in. And everything's moved. Yep. The cameras are... Rooney did the show. Matt Rooney, the Matt yeah. Rooney show, was a, Matt. last night, 7 to 10 p.m. Yeah. I believe he had the camera working. Yeah. So sometime between his show ended at 10 p.m. and yeah. 5 a.m., mm-hmm. somebody moved cameras, so you have a different camera in there. Yeah. It's a mess. Yeah, the janitors were doing an overnight show. No, it had nothing to do with the janitors. It Good had God. To do with... Frustrating. You want to out somebody right at 602? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, Do no, it. no, I'm not. Bury him. I'm not outing anybody because I don't know anything. <laughs> but we just, I just need consistency here. That's yep. All I need. You know what I mean? Like, I agree. Just, we have a consistency. It's frustrating. Yeah, I come in here, the uh, the lavender purple lights are on again. It's like, like Rooney thinks he's doing like the Sean Hannity television show in here. <laughs> I mean, my God. Purple? Yeah, pur- the oh, purple. Oh, yeah, look at that shot. Oh, God, man. painful. Oh Different angle today. Personally, I think I look better. This is an upgrade for me. You like this angle better? Well. YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHG, by the way. Nick Kale. You can only, put so, much, you can only put so much lipstick on a pig, and it's still a pig, Stop. right? <laughs> but I digress. Good weekend. Good Friday night. Thank you to everybody that showed up to the block party. That was a wow. fantastic evening. It was amazing. Officer Christopher Fitzgerald's widow. What a brave soul. What a courageous lady. Hell of a speech. She said, uh, Christopher's looking down on us, drinking a yingling. Yeah. I was like, amen to that. All right, we got a lot to get to today. I am officially flipping on Joe in the big take. Flipping? Flipping. Okay. I will tell you what exactly that means in a little bit. Also, gay Democrat Senator Staffer gives new meaning to stimulus package. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Man. Wow. Oh, man. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, buddy. So we'll get to that one right around 635 this morning. Look, I'm a a live and let live type guy. You... You do whatever you want to. You pound whatever you, you want to pound. You. Just don't, just don't affect me or my family. Yeah, but boy, <laughs> this is quite the. Yep. From the <gasps> act to the firing to the victim card. Yeah. This we... is amazing, an amazing, amazing story. I, 
I guess we should say that at some point this morning, we you say you're going to get into it at 6.30, I guess we should say that, like, we should probably, if you have kids in the car, you yeah. should probably not. It's yeah. Boy, mm-hmm. Not safe for yeah. anything. Also gives another meaning to the uh, the phrase, insurrection. <laughs> Stop. You know what I'm saying? I guess you could say he'll be the butt of the jokes. Oh, oh, right. oh, yeah. oh. That's where God. we're going today, baby. Oofa. Yep, short week. I got all the goodies coming out. Uh, also, John Fetterman claims he's not a progressive, and Americans, according to a new study, are fatter and more depressed after lockdowns than before lockdowns. <laughs> Shocking. Who knew? So we'll get to all of that, but... It's a monsoon out there. Let's get the news. Round number one at 6.05. Dawn is checking in live from a canoe at uh, 17th and Market. <laughs> Dawn, good morning. How are you? Yes, good morning. Hydroplaning. Hydroplaning across Philadelphia. So we are sponsored this morning. We are sponsored by Consumer Cellular. And we do have some AccuWeather alerts. The National Weather Service issuing some very serious alerts this morning. If you're just heading out Heavy rain may cause flooding and strong winds that can lead to power outages. So we have the flood warning in effect for portions of New Jersey. This includes Burlington, Camden, Gloucester, Mercer, portions of southeast Pennsylvania. And that flooding includes Bucks County, number one, Delaware County, Montgomery County, and yes, Philadelphia County. And that is in effect right now. We've already experienced up to two inches of rain. And it looks like we may, in total, by the time this thing gets over, we may get two more inches. So we're in this for the long haul. And obviously watching this for the th- you know threat of f- more flooding on the roads, especially along streams, creeks, coastal flooding, and then monitoring any river flooding. Right now, the rivers in our area right now look like they're only going to reach minor flood stage. But then the wind is a factor, too, because winds are picking up this morning. So we could see wind gusts could reach 60 miles an hour, especially uh, much of the eastern New Jersey, you know, the Jersey coast and Delaware coast. That's Jersey and Delaware are going to get this the worst. But for all of us, and when you think about the soaking rain seriously, what happens is it, it feels like the, the trees, in other words, they're so, that the ground is so saturated, the trees are more li- likely to topple. So you got to be safe and we got to think about this very carefully as you head out. I'm already seeing some school closures. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So wow. Because of, due what? to flooding. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. What? I just, <laughs> due to flooding? The school flooding. is flooded? Yes. Yeah, the buses could hydroplane. Well, the... Uh, why are you laughing? I'm just... It's just like, it's flooding. Flooding and, yes, transportation issues. Okay. Smarty pants. All right. So let's talk about the roadways. Uh, first of all, Philadelphia police cruiser and an Amazon delivery truck involved in that crash. This is in the city's King Sessing neighborhood. Happened last night about 8.30 p.m. South 53rd Street and King Sessing Ave. So you see both vehicles sustained some serious damage, no injuries, thank goodness. And police have not stated whether an officer, um, you know, whether the officer um, suffered any more serious injuries. It's unclear if the heavy rain contributed to that crash. I don't have reports of serious injuries. That's the good the good news here. Also, that car plowing into a parked SUV that was guarding President Joe Biden's motorcade last night while the president was leaving a visit to his campaign headquarters. So the president and first lady 
uh, Jill Biden. They were not hurt. But if you see some of the video from the scene, um, the president is answering a couple of questions from a reporter or reporters. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you hear this loud you know, slamming sound. The sedan slammed into the SUV that belonged to a U.S. Secret Service mm-hmm. detail. OK, and so it was right there. So that's why it's on camera and it's making news. But you see the man in the SUV, I mean, surrounded instantly by all of these officers, Secret Service. And you see him. He, he's smart. He puts on his interior light. He puts his hands up mm-hmm. because he obviously realizes, row. it appears that this may possibly be, uh, well, they're investigating whether or not this may be an issue of uh, the driver being under the influence of something. It- uh, two things. One, you, you saw the all the agents, the Secret Service agents, pull their gun out. But you know what's the more concerning thing? You know, forget about whether it's a you know Democrat or Republican. The fact that this guy, that if he was intoxicated, how do you get that close to the President of the United States? Like it, the Secret Service is supposed to protect you, right? I don't know. That, that seems like a little too close of a call, don't you think? That was my first reaction. I'm like, he got within I don't know what thirty yards of the President. Yeah. I don't know. I just think, what are the odds? You're out. I don't know what he was celebrating that the, the Eagles are in it, even though we didn't play last night or whatever. <laughs> Joe thought the Eagles right? played last night. <laughs> but um, anyway. what are the odds that you're a little possibly uh, under the influence of something? Oh, you're talking about the driver. Yeah, the driver, oh, okay. I meant. Yeah. I'm sorry. And yeah. that's you happen to, you know, skid into an SUV on the side of the road and it just so happens to be yeah. the President of the United States taking questions from reporters. Mm. Oh my goodness. Uh, road Warrior with an early uh, uh, Twitter contender says, which ramming are you going to cover? The presidential oh, motorcade or the uh, Senate conference room? A lot of ramming this same. weekend, yeah. My new favorite football team is the LA Rams. <laughs> see what I did there? It's a sin. It is. Uh, we have, uh, SEPTA police back on the job, reached a deal over the weekend. I'll just give you that headline uh, really quick. They had to forego a $3,000 signing bonus, though, when they authorized that strike vote to get a six-month longer contract. Yeah. That was a uh, – so that – we have that going on with uh, SEPTA police. So let's talk about our Philadelphia Eagles because although we did not play last night <laughs> – Well, neither did the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But we're number one. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're in it. So we're we're in it. That's all I care about. That's the good news as far as uh, the playoffs. But Eagles have downgraded Jalen Hurts to questionable for their game against the Seahawks tonight because of an illness. Yeah. So he even had they even had him ride on another in another plane. Yeah, he was social distancing. Stomach bug going around the Cowboys. The Cowboys had ten players with the same thing yesterday, which probably explains why they got destroyed. But yeah. Oh, that's that's so that's nasty. So he's sick. So. He is, obviously, he traveled to Seattle separately. He's there. He'll play. Yeah. But. He'll play. I think, isn't it a good tactic to do something like that? Yeah. Like so to, you, don't to, want to, you don't want it to spread to your whole locker room, and then, you know, he's probably going to no. be all IV'd up. He's well, going to have electrolytes and Pedialyte. No, she, she, she's selling, she's saying he's selling it as a, oh, oh. I don't know if I can play. Yeah. Oh. Like to freak him out, they have to prepare for, yeah. you know, oh. whatever. The Hertz flu game. He's going to come out and look like Michael Jordan tonight. Yep. Beautiful. Yep. And, I hope uh, so, because I have, I have the Eagles minus three and a half. Well, they don't even... I, uh, Geno Smith's 
questionable too. I know we might else. get two backup yeah, quarterbacks yeah. tonight, <laughs> and they moved this game the Monday night they, for flex purposes. They flex this nonsense. <laughs> and what everybody's talking about, you know, when you have two brutal losses on national television, somebody's got to get thrown under the bus and yeah. the fall guy. So it looks like, um, you know, the the problem is uh, the demotion is for Sean Desai. It's good for Matt Patricia. Mm-hmm. So he gets a little bit of a bump. He'll be on the sidelines. Sean Desai, not on the sidelines. Yeah, he was a, he was essentially fired yesterday without being fired from the team. Say, like, we're going to stick you in the broom <laughs> closet. You've been you've been reallocated to another time slot, Chief. Well, he's demoted. He's you know he he's demoted. Yeah. So somebody had to, I guess, take the fall. But you know, I, it does. I think it does shake the team up, right? Yeah. Anytime that happens, your workplace, everybody's like, oh. They're who they going after next. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we're watching that one very carefully. But he's not fired. It, I mean, he's, it he's, would be like be it's it, a demotion. It, it would be like me being demoted to like the producer of this show. <laughs> or like, yeah, hey Nick, why don't you go do some live reports? We'll check in with you twice an hour. <laughs> That's what happened. Well, then you have to bloom. Look, we uh, we've all been there. So yeah. you have to bloom where you're planted. You're right. Wow, much to Coach Sirianni. Remember the whole flowers yeah. thing. So, yep. so I would just say to you, Sean, it's tough, but bloom yeah. where you're planted, shine, you know, and shine bright, and you gotta just work your way back. Remember when Eagles fans thought that he was going to be a terrible coach because he said that? Okay, fire him before the first game. He just made a plant <laughs> reference, and everybody loved it. I know. Um, so we are sponsored by Consumer Cellular, offering the exact same nationwide 5G coverage as all the major carriers, even in bumper-to-bumper traffic, like you're probably experiencing, especially if you're on the Schuylkill eastbound. Yeah, they're, nice. I know, two lanes closed. Their 100% U.S.-based support is just a click away or a call away, plus activation always free. Visit ConsumerCellular.com. You want to switch today. The good news here, starting at noon... Between noon and one, the sun comes out, even though the winds will be whipping and the temperatures will be dropping. But at least we start to dry out right just after lunchtime today. So that's the the bright spot, if you will. This is Kale and Company News Live. All right, Dawn, thank you very much. 6.15 Monday morning. Let's get to another big take. The Big Take on Kale and Company. All right, the big take this morning, Joe, the unjustifiable. For about a year now, I have been of the belief that Joe Biden would be the nominee for the Democrats in the 2024 presidential election. Why? Because Democrats have a low standard. They have set the bar incredibly low on who they'll vote for and elect. Age, it doesn't matter. Competency level does not matter. Awful polling numbers doesn't matter. If you check a box, if you're controllable, and you have a pulse, you'll do. I've given examples such as Fetterman, Biden, Feinstein, age be damned, and we've examined their bench. It's thin, and it's very weak. Kamala, unmitigated disaster. Gavin Newsom, he's already said that he would not be running in 2024 when he squared off with Ron DeSantis on the debate moderated by Sean Hannity. Michelle Obama, complete long shot, and we're talking winning the Powerball long shot. But much like 2020, the 2024 election for the left will not be about who they nominate. It won't be about who they vote for. It's about who they are voting against and what they are voting against. The Dems are voting against Donald Trump. Not for Joe Biden, 
not for Kamala Harris, not for Gavin Newsom, probably not for Michelle Obama, although she might galvanize that base more than any of those four I just mentioned. The Dems are voting on feelings, not facts. They are voting for abortion. They are voting for democracy, supposedly. And apparently now they are voting against a dictator. Over the last month or so, I've said that Joe will be the nominee. They'll drag him to the finish line, and what they believe gives them the best chance to beat Donald Trump. And then in 2025, the switch will occur. Joe will step down, citing health concerns or family concerns about Hunter Biden. I haven't given a ton of credence to the summer switcheroo, in which Joe will be subbed out in the summer of 2024 at the DNC convention, and someone else will finish the stretch run of campaigning for the final three months until now. I am officially going on record today to say that Joe Biden will not be the Democratic nominee in 2024. And he will not be the nominee for two reasons, one of which we gave you last week and one of which occurred this weekend that I read. But before we break those two things down, here is Republican Governor Chris Sununu of New Hampshire on Fox News talking about how Republicans better not get caught off guard. Listen and watch. Because I still think the Bidens are going to go through and collect all the delegates and then figure out how to manage that. I mean, it could happen a whole bunch of different ways. Mm-hmm. But, but one way or the other, the Democrats are going to replace Joe Biden. And if we're sitting there on, in the back seat and kind of, you know, ex- waiting for that to happen, that's going to be very hard to beat. We have to match that with another generation of leadership, another voice out there. And that's what the, uh, the presidential primary is all about, finding that alternative to match the Democrats or what is ultimately coming uh, a ballot without the Bidens on it. So let me refresh you on what we gave you last week. Pew Research shows that President Biden's approval ratings have hit an all-time low of 33%. Joe only has a 33% approval rating with men, a 33% approval rating with women, 30% with white voters, 33% with Hispanic voters, 37% with Asian voters, and 52% with black voters. When you break it down by age groups, the same theme rings true. 30% with 18 to 29-year-olds, 33% with 30 to 49-year-olds, 36% with 50 to 64-year-olds, and 34% with the 65-plus crowd. How about education level? Only 48% with post-grads, 37% with college grads, 30% with some college, and 28% with high school or less. Although, I'm sure he's still polling relatively well with dead voters. This is reason number one as to why I think Joe is going to get benched at some point in 2024. But I want to bring to light a story from Politico over the weekend that I read that really makes me believe that the switch will occur in 2024. Stephen Shepard wrote a column on Saturday for Politico, and the headline was, quote, Why a Trump conviction might not save Biden's re-election. Pollsters have already started to explore what effect, if any, a criminal conviction before the election would have on Trump's support. In the column, Stephen writes the following. It's the go-to refrain for Democrats watching Joe Biden fall behind Donald Trump in polls. Just wait until Trump is convicted. Yes, Biden's historically unpopular. Yes, views of his job performance are growing increasingly negative. But if a jury of Trump's peers in Manhattan, South Florida, Atlanta or Washington convict him before Election Day, they say it would have a dramatic impact on the race. And Stephen goes on to say, they're probably wrong. The evidence so far suggests that the race might only shift slightly by a few points. 
That could be important in another close election, but it's not the kind of Trump collapse that Democrats have been hoping for or Biden may need if his numbers don't improve. Trump's legal peril is unprecedented, and the sentiment that a criminal conviction could be a mortal wound to his candidacy is mostly driven by political intuition right now. But we're starting to get more data on how a conviction a conviction would affect Trump's chances to defeat Biden, thanks to pollsters who've asked voters what they would do if a jury found Trump guilty. Take last week's Wall Street Journal poll. Trump led Biden by four percentage points in a head-to-head matchup, 47 to 43. But the race shifted only slightly to a one-point Biden lead amongst respondents who were also asked what they would do if Trump were convicted in either of the two federal cases, either for unlawfully possessing classified documents or conspiring to overturn the election results of 2020. Since only about half of the respondents were asked about a hypothetical Trump conviction, the two results aren't directly comparable, but they suggest a massive swing against Trump that is unlikely, and the margins are small. With just a one-point lead in a hypothetical Trump conviction scenario, Democrats can't rely on a small post-conviction swing to tip the race. That is from Politico. And I believe that that analysis is accurate, and I agree with it. Trump is so polarizing that virtually everybody has already made their mind up on Donald J. Trump. You either love him or you hate him. I don't think a conviction or a not guilty plea will swing you one way or the other. And none of these prosecutions and or persecutions, depending on your personal view of Trump, is likely to change much at all. It's Joe that is enduring the change. Day by day, the polls get worse, the evidence mounts, and the cognitive demise progressives. And the reality is this. For the first time ever, it is absolutely a realistic possibility that Joe Biden is going to be shown the door, and he's going to be shown the door in 2024. And I firmly believe that now. And that's the big take. The big take on Kale and Company. All right, big take this morning. If you want to jump in, thoughts and reaction, you can certainly do so. 855-839-1210 is the phone number, 855-839-1210. On Twitter and Instagram, at 1210WPHT. Or you can get at us on YouTube. Just go to YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHT. Hit the like and subscribe buttons and be a part of the Kale & Company comment community. We'll get some thoughts and reaction to that on the other side. And also... Some interesting drama in the Senate with Democrats. Oh, yeah, it's the story we talked about 15 minutes ago. We'll delve into it on the other side of Kale and Company. Nick, Dawn, and Greg, we're back after this on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. But first, let me tell you about my friends at Wawa. So you've got about, what, six, seven days left. you got to do some holiday shopping. you got to be efficient. Maybe get your gondola out today and head over to your local Wawa. But if you can't make it, Just do it digitally. Go to Wawa.com, pick up one of their festive card designs, enter your card amount, and write a message. You can choose to have your Wawa gift card show up in their inbox instantly or schedule it to arrive at just the right moment. Or maybe you want to go out and about once the water recedes. You can stop by your local Wawa today where you're going to find gift cards for the Wawa fan in your life and for the fan of other brands like Amazon or Roblox. Grab one for your boss or your favorite aunt or uncle And make everybody's season bright in just one Wawa run. It's happy holidays from Wawa, your one-stop gift card shop. See store for details. Tonight is the night, the holiday... 
the holidays are here and your wishes are coming true on FanDuel, in partnership with the Valley Forge Casino. It's America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. The Birds tonight are minus 164. A $5 bet will only get you 3 bucks, but, 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 you'll get $100. $150, excuse me, in bonus bets if you win. So that's for new users. If you already have the FanDuel app, check out this three leg same game parlay. How about the Eagles minus three? Jalen Hurts for an 80 time touchdown and AJ Brown for an 80 time touchdown. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. I love the FanDuel app. It's so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over under, so much more. Go to fanduel.com slash Greg. Fanduel.com slash Greg. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 1210 WPHT and the NFL 21 and over. President PA, first online run money wager, only $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is now withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See, see terms of sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Kale & Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and on the free Odyssey app. Talk Radio 1210 W-P-H-T. Get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube. Uh, short week this week. Uh, Thursday will be my last day. I believe Dawn and Greg, you guys are done what, after Tuesday? Yes. If I recall. Uh, Tony Bruno, Harry Mays will be in the week after Christmas. Our buddy Sean Farage. Um, Mary Walter will wrap up this week with me on Wednesday and Thursday. So looking forward to all of that. Uh, if you have thoughts and reaction from the big take, you can certainly jump in 855-839-1210. Uh, I have long been the guy saying that I think Joe would be the nominee. I know, Stalker, you had said that you think that it will not be neither Joe or Trump in 2024. So I guess you could say I've uh, flipped over to your side on the, the Biden front because I'm reading that, and I don't know what it says about my life. I was reading Politico Saturday morning at 10.30 with a cup of coffee, but I, they caught me with the headline, and it was interesting. Yeah, we gave you those polling numbers about Joe last week, not resonating with virtually anybody, regardless of race or religion or college education or not. He's polling in the tank right now. But then I see the numbers where Trump's conviction possibilities don't really swing anything uh, out of the ordinary. I mean, Trump goes from up three or four to tied or down one, still within the margin of error. So now I am of the belief that at some point when we flip the calendar in 13 days, uh, that Joe will be uh, riding off into the sunset. I don't know if it'll be Jill that talks him out of it. I'm not sure how it goes down. Maybe it's in the summer at the convention, uh, but I'm coming off of the stance that he will be the nominee and then bow out in year one of his second term, citing health issues, but I could be wrong. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, Dawn, let me, so I, Greg and I both believe Joe will not be the nominee. Gun to your head right now, do you think Joe's going to be the nominee still? Oh, no, her mic's on. Yes, I do. You do. Okay, so you're the, you're the lone of the three. You think it will be Joe in 2024. All right, we will keep track of that and see how it plays out. 855-839-1210. But I wonder how it plays out in a Senate hearing room. When nobody's around, but the cameras are still rolling, apparently. So this is a a wild story that took like two or three different um, turns, so to speak, over the weekend. So this comes down, I want to say that this was leaked Saturday morning. It might have been Friday or Saturday afternoon, but it was somewhere after we were done on Friday's show. 
So you have a Democrat senator's staffer who filmed gay sex video in a Senate hearing room, then gets fired, then claims to be the victim. This is a wild, wild story. So if you were not paying attention, maybe you're doing holiday shopping over the weekend and you weren't paying attention to the news, a Democrat congressional staffer has been caught filming a gay pornographic film in the Senate hearing room. There was an explicit video that was obtained by the Daily Caller, which is the website that I believe Tucker Carlson used to own and founded, which shows the naked staffer. Um, if you're listening and you have kids this morning, probably <laughs> turn this down. Uh, stream us in your earbuds. Uh, you stick the iPad in front of little Bobby's face and he'll be distracted. So apparently this explicit video shows the naked staffer having um, gay anal sex with an unknown man in Senate room heart 216, which is where our United States senators sit to ask questions during judicial committee hearings. The staffer has been reportedly identified as Aiden Mays Chesarovsky, who works for Democrat Senator Ben Cardin. It's unclear which man Mays Chesarovsky is in the sexually explicit video. We don't know if he's... Um, the receiver or the oh, the, the, the giver. Stop. We don't know. I mean, these are things that I mean. Look, facts matter. Okay. Oh, God. It's three things I was taught in law school: the facts, the facts, and the facts. Oh boy, do you see the video? Do you see the video that's up on? So it's on YouTube. If that's your thing, I'm gonna. Greg, is it okay? Wow. Greg, I'm gonna move my monitor away from me because I don't really like that type of stuff. So I will. Keep my computer away. So if you're wow. seeing it, good for you. Uh, I will just give you the. Um, the redacted stuff. <laughs> I mean, what is? Is it like a? F- yeah, yeah, thong? it's yeah, it's a. Um, that, what are the straps? Yeah, I'm not really sure. <clears throat> it's not my wheelhouse. Uh, but anywho, the video footage oh that God. you are probably seeing I, yeah, on boy, YouTube. Did he get lasered? I mean, there is no hair anywhere. Oh, good, good job on that. It's a good wax job, right? Yeah, oh, or God. lasered. I nothing mean, nothing yeah. wrong with dudes waxing. No, nope. I, mean, I don't do that. But some, you know. Some high people quality, like yeah, high yeah. quality manscaping. I saw um, uh, one of uh, some one of the gay uh, individuals uh, that I follow on Twitter um, called this 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 kid this guy the twink. Oh, you want to pound it? In the pen? <laughs> oh, Stop! Don't use do my like cooking show <laughs> advice in this segment. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, here's what I would say. Yeah, here's the truth, and and I will remain consistent whether. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you know, these materials, I don't know, are they going to use this in Bucks County as an educational tool in the library? Well, no matter what it is, I don't care what kind of relations they had. Yeah, that's not it's, even... Right? Yeah, that's not Ultimately, even the they, had, they had relations in and videotaped it, and it's disrespectful, and I, I hope it's against HR policy. It's like, have some professional courtesy. Like, yeah. there's other human beings that sit in those chairs. Oh. <laughs> yeah. For the love of God. No, but I mean, and it's always the Democrat. Decorum. Yeah. You know, and Fetterman, right now, I'm sure that Senator John Fetterman is saying, hang on, and you guys were giving me a hard time for wearing a hoodie? Right. <laughs> you know, right. talking this, about this, decorum. This makes Fetterman look like, <laughs> right? like the Come beacon on. of professionalism. <laughs> this is unbelievable. He so, just couldn't find a big and tall man store for yeah, the suit already. You're exactly right. <laughs> So the, there's you have two men that are having anal sex. The amateur porn oh, video was then reportedly shared. Relations, and, and then this is how it was leaked. It was he's shared. Just the article. Sorry. Don't. Yes. Sorry. Don't. I know he's quoting. Yeah. 
It was a private group. Um, it was reportedly shared in a private group for gay men in politics. The video was leaked to a different group chat, which was then leaked to the Daily Caller. Now, here's the other thing. And this is the, the, the next level hypocrisy of all of these Democrats that have been oh, free Palestine, they say. Furthermore, Mays Cheparovsky has been identified as the staffer who yelled free Palestine at a Jewish congressman earlier in the week. Cardin goes on to say that this staff is crazy. Now, keep in mind, here's Representative Mike Collins, Republican, saying, yeah, go figure. The guy that was yelling free Palestine at a Jewish congressman uh, has a question. How long would Cardin's filmmaker last in a free Palestine? Great point, because this guy would be beheaded as well. So that's the first part. So the worst part is you're doing this, and again, I couldn't I couldn't give a rip if it is gay or lesbian or anything else, LGBTQ, trans, you name it, or a threesome, or a threesome, uh, I or just, a missionary between. Yes, correct. You know, what if even if they're like, let's just even say this, even if they're married individuals, mm-hmm. whoever they are, like whatever, whatever, like our, it like is, our Virginia Democrat senator that was running for yes, office with her. Whatever it is. Or our Moms for Liberty. or Yeah, or that threesome. How about that one? Oof. Wow. Uh, so th- it's a judiciary committee. Who's on the judiciary committee? You know that they're like, Jim Jordan's like, ah, oh, sanitize that room. We're not meeting, We're not meeting in uh, judiciary committee hearing room yeah. number 1A right. today. We're going right. to change of venue. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? It's disgusting. I, it's just, I mean, I, it's so embarrassing. So it's the Democrats, and then, of course, um, you know, you have this whole stuff playing out. That's the first part. Now, the up, we have two updates. The second one is this uh, congressional aide ultimately gets fired over the weekend after this came to light. So you have Ben Cardin, the Maryland senator, who announced on Saturday afternoon, less than a day after the video was released, that this guy is officially fired. Now, the aide... Wait a minute. Eight seconds? It was eight seconds of... that. Yeah. Eight seconds. Well, that was all the video was, I believe. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I, think, I think the total I act just... lasted 14 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so the aide then, who, by the way, who appeared in a 2020 campaign video with Biden, <laughs> then goes on to say that he is under attack for, being, for, for, for loving who he decides to love. It's like, no. No, no, Aiden Mays Chesarovsky, 24-year-old. Nobody's attacking you for having gay sex. People are going after you because you should be fired for having it in a Senate hearing floor in an area where congressional acts of whatever that goes on in our... Oh, yeah, whatever that happens. Whatever we do Monday through Friday, you're not supposed to be playing romper room in there on Saturday. Okay? So that's why you had to be fired. And it's a terrible look for the actual Maryland senator, Ben Cardin, who employs you. So this guy, uh, Chesarovsky, comes out and says, quote, I'm being attacked for who I love to pursue a political agenda. So immediately, immediately, he's a well-trained Democrat. He knows to play the victim card. He knows to claim that he's under attack. He goes on to say, quote, while some of my actions in the past have shown poor judgment, I love my job and would never disrespect my workplace. Y- yes, you did. You were bent over a chair behind. Uh, behind oh, I mean, what do you mean? You're, you're, you're not going to disrespect your workplace. Oh, what do you think? We're five. We, we can't figure out what you did. Well, he, he's 24. He looks like he's a teenager. Yeah. Who's the other guy? Hmm. That's what I would like to know. 
That's yeah, what I would you like need, to know. You need some. You need a a lot of clearance to get in those rooms, right? Yes, of course you do. Because there is, he's an aide, but he's a college graduate, right? Yeah. Okay, so he's I not would, like I an intern. I have to imagine. He, yes. Seriously, he looks when you the pictures of him. He's in a blue Rehoboth Beach T-shirt, by the way. But in one of the pictures, <laughs> shocking. But he looks like a kid, and so my question is, because somebody called him a twink. Yeah, that's the, like, that's what somebody called that, me on the. Uh, so well, that's a, that's a gay term for like men who look like little boys. Yeah. It's really yeah. creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I have a full mustache and beard. Really no, creepy. so there is a creepy... I Like, I do wonder who's... Is, is the other person like an older, creepy, powerful guy? Politician? Yeah. Who's yeah. the other person, and is the other person mm-hmm. going to get outed I'm because sure. they're doing this activity? By the, way, by the way, in this age of deep fakes and everything like that, why didn't why didn't Aiden just say, that, that wasn't me, I didn't do that? Yeah, claim AI, right? Yeah. Yeah, some it's misinformation. Mm-hmm. Somebody doctored something. Yep. They spliced my head in there. Yep. Uh, he goes on to say, any attempts to characterize my actions otherwise are fabricated, and I will be exploring what legal options are available to me in these matters. So be very careful, folks, if you criticize this guy. He's going to try to sue you for defamation of character. Well, how can he, if, it's, if it is all 100% true, how can he sue? He can't. He can't. Do you think he just, just said that? He's just playing the victim card because that's what the left is taught any time that they get caught doing something they shouldn't be doing. And as long as you identify as any box other than a straight white cis man, you can automatically play the victim card. Mm. It went in doubt. I'm gay. Uh, when in doubt, I'm trans. Uh, when in doubt, I, I love it. Uh, uh, give me a break. Well, maybe he's <clears throat> maybe he, his argument when he sues is to say, hey, uh, you know, these lawmakers are screwing the American people every single day. So... Why are you Why are you criticizing me? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Are there really HR laws or rules? Because we've talked about that a lot. What, in D.C.? In, in I'm serious. In the Capitol, in the U.S. Capitol for these individuals. So. I, mean, should, I mean, you would think Jamal Bowman got in trouble for pulling a fire alarm. I mean, doesn't this fall under, like, code of professional conduct? Yeah, you can't just go into a workplace and have sex. Right. No matter what the sex is. I mean, what would happen, what do you think would happen if somebody was out in the hub here on Saturday morning at Odyssey, and they're going to town where we where we have our sales meeting on Tuesday? It'd be the best. <laughs> I mean, somebody would be fired in all likelihood. Definitely. Yeah. So I don't understand why this would be any different. These guys don't get special privileges because they're elected officials. Well, they can increase their wealth 20-fold, but that's a different story. And then the worst part of all of this is now NBC News comes out with a headline over the weekend where they said, quote, Senate staffer alleged by conservative outlets to have had sex in a hearing room is no longer employed. They had to spin it to say, oh, here come all the conservative websites trying to vilify this guy. Well, I mean, the Delhi caller is a conservative website. Well, it is. And we don't, I mean. But should it matter where the source is? until proven guilty. So, like, I don't, like, the headline, yeah, I guess you could look at it and say, you know, they're blaming conservatives for it. But the headline says a conservative outlet, which the Daily Caller is. But, But it was posted on a public X. Account. Right, that's the official. Was, well, that's where it first leaked. It was, at, right? it was posted publicly. Then, right. actually, the Spectator first broke the story Friday. Then the, the Daily Caller picked it up. Okay, so the Daily Caller was not first. Is the, I I don't know what the Spectator is. Is that also a conservative outlet? I've never American heard of that. Spectator. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, well, there and, you go. and the title of that one <clears throat> is Cockburn's Gossip, but I believe Cockburn is the. <laughs> But <clears throat> is the last name of the individual who wrote the column? Oh, okay. But it yeah. so 
Well, I mean, look, this kid's going to be taking a pounding all week. Oh, so it's just, stop, you know, you gotta, but stop. you know, we'll, we'll wash it over it. You know, we'll move on to the next thing that we talk about. It'll be out of the news cycle just in three wrong. or four days. Yeah. So the way they describe it is he's a, he's a flagrant delicto, which I don't know what that is mm-hmm. with his older bear partner. Yeah. And I think the bear yes, tells you the positioning. Gotcha. No, no, no. The bear is a. Uh, What's the, bear? No, the bear is like a, like a big. Oh, big. Okay, sorry. Hairy gentleman. Ah. Okay. Like like Fetterman probably. So his well, older. No, I, I mean, let's not, let's not throw Fetterman. Fetterman's Fetterman's no, don't a big say hairy that. Guy. An older hairy dude. Come on, yes. we, we know. Him. Who's the older? I just want to know this. Hmm. Who's the older hairy dude, and why isn't that individual? Because if that individual is an employee, yeah, it should be equal that they both should be fired. I will say with all of this. Mm-hmm. The issue is that he not only put it on video, but he posted it publicly. Mm-hmm. What a dope. But you know, I can't even believe that he did that. I know. Some of these people. Well, I, I mean, from the camera, he was he he couldn't have been the one taking the video, right? Yeah. Probably. He was yeah. he was in Right, so he posted post. it. Yeah. So who is the, who is the other guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But is this the first time that people no. have had relations in one of these? No, rooms? and it won't be, and it won't be the last. So, I mean, Kennedy was 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 doing it in the pool with yeah. allegedly with bra. That's why they shut down the pool? Yeah, and Biden like, Biden skinny dips. Yeah, they're all disgusting. What are you gonna do? Which is why I say we should have the cameras. We should have cameras just in all, posted in all of these committee rooms in Congress. Don wants added surveillance. I just want the cameras. All right. That that way, you know. It'd be like our our break room where nobody does the dishes. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. It's true. 855-839-1210 if you would like to jump in. I have said for, what, months and months on this show that I think grocery prices are outrageous. I cry every Friday when I go. Ah, Nick Kale right yet again. A new U.S. report says Philadelphia and the state of Pennsylvania ranks number one for worst grocery store inflation in the United States of America. Shocking. I wasn't just uh, whistling Dixie out my keister. We'll come back and we'll get to that story as we wrap up hour number one. Next on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. It's Kale and Company On Demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the free Odyssey app. Nick Dawn and Greg, Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube. As we head until 10 o'clock this morning, Dawn will have some news to kick off hour number two. Coming up in just a few minutes. Also, John Fetterman says, I'm not a progressive. And left-wingers are really mad about that. So we'll get to that story. Also, uh, just under an hour until we get to a Monday installment of What's on the Cut Sheet. Always a good addition. Coming off of the weekend that was, whether it's rallies or talking head shows on Sunday morning. Um, But, you know, I've complained about grocery prices on this show from time to time. Friday's always grocery shopping day, right after the show. Very therapeutic. It used to be therapeutic for me. Now it's just a, a painful exercise in futility. And I knew I wasn't crazy when I said this, because I've talked about just how expensive groceries are. Stockers are like, oh, we pay you well, blah, 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 the whole charade, right? Um, but 6ABC posted a story saying that Philadelphia and Pennsylvania grocery prices have increased more than anywhere else in the United States. Uh, and if you actually click on the tweet, read the story, it's from Consumer Affairs. And they talk about how the uh, average American is spending, instead of, if you spend uh, $750 a month on groceries, 
That's a little over $175 a week. Uh, right now, in the United States of America, you're on pace to pay over more than $500 per year, that, more than you used to pay for groceries, just compared uh, to 2022. And they have the top-ranked states for grocery inflation as of mid-November. And coming in at number one is Pennsylvania, with a whopping 8.2%, followed by Vermont at 7%, tied with Maryland, West Virginia and New Jersey at 6.8%, Massachusetts at 6.6%, and rounding out the top 10, you have Connecticut, Florida, Montana, and South Dakota. The states with the smallest grocery store inflation are Colorado at number one, only 2.9%, followed by Arizona, North Carolina, Michigan, Virginia, and rounding out the top 10, Nevada, South Carolina, Indiana, Ohio, and Oregon. Um, they go to talk about what they did with, with this survey was they looked at 15 different categories within grocery stores, and they collected in real time data from over 150,000 grocery stores uh, that partnered with a company called Data Assembly, and they find that grocery prices for this year alone, 2023, as we're just two weeks away from ending this year, up 5.3% over last year in 2022. So, like, when you go to the grocery store and you grab, like, 13 items and there's barely anything in your cart, and, uh, yeah, you scan your little bonus card and it's still, like, $127.52 and you want to mm-hmm. stick your head through a window, now you know why. And I, I knew it. I mean, Dawn, you sh- I mean, I only have to shop for one, technically, mm-hmm. and you got to shop for four, and uh, they're all built like Sasquatch. I know. So, first of all, I looked up while you were talking, Nick, as far as the best day of the week, which is Wednesday, because that's when stores start their sales. Oh. <clears throat> so, Friday uh-huh. is not a good day. Uh, you know, you're right. We When you get to the weekend, it's a bad time, isn't yep. it? Yep. And it's not just for lines with people showing up to shop, right? Yep. It's So, they say mid-morning, so you're good on the mid-morning, okay. but they say go Wednesday, because that's when the sales starts, so you get better selection, fresh yeah stuff and you'll get in early on all the sales okay so that's number one number two if you can go to some different you know different stores yep i do think certain stores like aldi has some amazing i was there last night they have certain sales they have amazing prices and it's such a sin that i don't go there because there's one literally right seven blocks from me. yeah and i drive by it all the time when i go to pay for an overpriced coffee but i don't think about going in there to save on groceries but it's, you know, it's kind of a pain and we're all busy, but I do, I do go to Giant. I go to, we belong to BJ's Wholesale Club, Giant, the Acme, especially on game, like today I'll go to Acme because I get 5% off as long as I wear my Eagles gear. Right. So that's worth it, especially on certain items. Acme. Acme. Yeah. Acme. Acme, as they say in Delco. <laughs> but so I go to like four different spots to just try to get, and sometimes Walmart, but not everything. Right. And that's just it. Even Whole Foods, mm-hmm. they have really low prices, believe it or not, on really, fresh really? produce. On fresh produce. Okay. But not much else. Yeah, I'm a big Do you pro- know what I mean? Yeah, I'm a big produce guy. I yeah. might have to look into that. Though. But if you want fresh produce, Aldi definitely is the cheapest I've, that I've found. And it's fresh. It's good. All right. 
Pennsylvania, 8.2%. Oh, 855-839-1210. It's just awful. All right, coming up next, Donald kickoff hour two with the news. John Fetterman also says, I am not a progressive. And a lot of his base, very mad at him for those comments. We'll get to that as we continue in hour two. Kale and company on a Monday, Nick, Don, and Greg. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings 6 till 10 on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app.